Hey, hey, welcome to the podcast where we take a quick swig of medicine from the limitless depths of pop fiction, literary fiction, visual art, music, movies, poetry, any artistic creation, and we feel all the better for it. My name is Nate Hammond. You are listening to Tonic Pop. All right, let's talk about Back to the Future, and in particular, George McFly. Let's talk about George. George was an overthinker. He was a bit gawky and dorky, and he was toes to eyeballs full of self-doubt. When his son Marty went back in time and caught up with his none the wiser then teenage dad, he saw in George potential, but realized that those fitting adjectives, the ones that we described earlier, were holding him back. Now, if you haven't seen the film, firstly, what the... Second, spoiler alert, Marty unwittingly stuffs up an important moment in his parents' timeline when George was to almost literally fall into his future wife's arms. But instead, Marty became his own mother's love crush. Yeah, that sounds pretty weird. But Marty realizes that he now needs to help get the timeline back on track or he and his siblings will never be born. George has lost his accidental opportunity to date and initiate the path to marriage. Now he must take control of the situation, but the problem is, as we indicated earlier, the dude has no confidence around girls, especially Lorraine, who he is infatuated with. Lorraine, my density has brought me to you. What? Oh, what I meant to say was... Wait a minute. Don't I know you from somewhere? Yes. Yes. I'm George. George McFly. I'm your density. I mean, your destiny. There are two big moments in George's attempts to woo Lorraine that set him on the path to reaching his potential. A potential which would exceed the position he was in as his former future self. One, George and Marty had come up with a plan to make George look like a hero at the school dance. The plan went awry though and hapless George found himself facing the large and fierce town bully Biff. Biff was sexually abusing Lorraine and when caught by George or interrupted by George, he gave George the opportunity to just walk away. Now George had a decision to make. He could walk away with his face intact and pretend he hadn't seen anything Or he could stand up to Biff and he could defend Lorraine's honor. He chose the latter and with a clenched fist he swung an almighty punch which landed cleanly on Biff's jaw, knocking him out. This got him the girl. Not the violence per se, but the willingness to put his timidity to the side and stand up for what was right. At least initially. When dancing with Lorraine at Enchanted Under the Sea, he almost reverted back into his old, weaker self when another boy intimidatingly cut in on their dance. As George walked away from the confrontation, we see that this just about ended the idea that Marty and his siblings would ever exist. But then George realized something. This was his moment, and it was a moment that he could never retrieve and likely never repeat. There is a balance that must be found between thought and action, and most of us find that to be a real challenge. Sometimes we spend an inordinate amount of time imagining what our event, our project, our creation, whatever, is going to look like and be like. 
We could be worrying about every problem that may pop up or on the other end of the spectrum dwelling on and, and daydreaming about how wonderful it's going to be. Thinking and planning is a necessary phase, but so is action. George found himself in the right place at the right time, but history would only consider it the right place and time if he made use of the opportunity that was presented, if he didn't think on it for too long and he took action. George had made a decision to act, but he still had to act. He had to do it with tremendous discomfort as it went against his very nature. We can only guess what may or may not have happened due to inaction, but we can... Well, not in the case of this film, of course, because we know where the inaction would lead. But in our own lives, uh, we can only guess as to what may or may not happen due to inaction. But we can always analyze the ripple effects of action. Inaction is an expensive habit. Dale Carnegie said, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. See, action, no matter how big or small, leads to momentum and that will animate your life. It can be really uncomfortable to take action, but that's okay. The lack of comfort in the process of taking action transforms into confidence. That's how it was with Gorky George and that's how it can work for each of us. I'll share our final thoughts from the great Charles Dickens. This is a world of action and not for moping and droning in. Thank you for listening. My name is Nate Hammond. This has been Tonic Pop. Catch you next time. And I'll smack, smack that off my feet. And hit the concrete and I'm alone. Yeah, oh, I'm so complete. And the fact that I, I, I.